How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts podcast here on Google, Spotify. I'm sorry if I'm chuckling a little bit. I have tried to record this four times already, and the first time a bug landed on my microphone and I went back and listened to it, and you can hear like the scritchy, scratchy sounds of something walking on the microphone. And then the second time that I was trying to record, I just like completely spaced out for a solid two minutes. And now this third time that I'm trying to record, pretty fucking lit at this point. Someone tries to start a truck next to me with a jump start, and all you hear is the timing belt, like, ring, 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 ring. like it was there. They need a new belt. I'm gonna say it straight up. Their alternator's dying on them. So now that I can finally record, tonight's episode is gonna be about like extraterrestrial life. And like what I think about it, what I think about aliens and space travel. And this was given to me by, I believe his name was like Noah Norcal on Twitter. He's this dude that I follow and I can't remember his at, but like he sent me a prompt for the podcast. Like he DM me because he followed me. I followed him back because he posted pretty pictures of weed. And he was like, dude, you should tell on the podcast, talk about like psychedelics and aliens and what you think about like extraterrestrial life and i'm like all right cool so we're gonna talk about psychedelics aliens extraterrestrial life what i think of yeah people want my opinion i guess i'm before i begin this allow me to say any references to any books any authors any celebrities any fiction any religion All of it is simply being used in, like, my train of thought as a pothead and my professional opinion should not be considered for any form of, like, scientific awards. But if I get a Nobel Peace Prize off of this, that's cool. I'll take it. So, let me begin with this. First, I'm going to take another hit of this fucking weed because I'm stoned as hell and I want this to be, like, stream of consciousness rant of the night. Oh, man, that weed tastes so fucking good. All right, I'm also going to fucking spark up a pre-roll here. (coughs) Pardon me, I have to cough or it's not the podcast. Somebody told me one time that they didn't believe that I was smoking on the podcast because uh, they said, like, I wasn't coughing enough. And I was like, bro, how much do you expect me to cough? The vapes, yeah, the vapes get me to cough. But, like, this flower is going to be smooth as fucking butter. I'm puffing on some Jack Herrera, dude. It's going to be a good fucking time. And I'm going to be up most of the night. So, without further ado. Alright, let's roll. So, goddamn. If you guys haven't had a good Jack Herrera, it has a little bit of like an earthy taste to it. But I've always, and a lot of people that I've smoked with have said they can't taste it, but I always get this like, hint of citrus to it and i know i'm not one of these bougie dudes who's like sitting there tasting a shitload of different weed in one day writing down what the flavor profiles and stuff are although if anybody has a job where they would like me to do that like you can definitely pay me to to sample weed i will give you my honest opinion like 150 percent I'll tell you if it's bunker junk or if it's fucking bunker junk at the same fucking thing to tell you if it's fucking bunk or if it's fucking like mids or if it's really bomb or if I'm feeling really good after smoking it. And I'll be real with you because there's very few like strains or certain levels of potency that can actually put me on my ass. And I know I get like stoned as hell on the podcast, but that's also because like 
I'm not taking baby hits here. Somebody said I wasn't taking baby hits. Oh, take a blinker. Take a blinker. So you know what? Allow me to set the joint down now that my throat has kind of calmed down. And we'll, we'll take a blinker right now. water going oh god oh god why do people do that for fun oh why do people do that for fun like what the hell anyways okay so i'm gonna be real i might go through and edit out some of that coughing fit that i just had because that lasted a minute so uh yeah future me edit from like here like 10 seconds before it and delete that segment because that that was a coughing fit i don't know why people take blinkers for fun i just feel really high all of a sudden like the worst thing is with this vape this particular one it's a creeper so like it's gonna like crawl up on me all slow and i'm gonna be sitting here all stone talking about aliens so that's the longest intro i think i've ever done on the podcast but let's get into my theories so uh Theory number one. Theory number one is going to be the scary theory. So the scary theory is this. The scary theory is Earth is the only planet where human life on the level it is and the type of society we have and the laws and regulations and hell, even the laws of physics for all we know or like just the laws of gravity in our particular center of a galaxy our particular solar system of the exact distance we are from the sun like if these circumstances are one of the few scientific circumstances where life can actually exist on this level not saying i don't believe that there is extraterrestrial life out there i personally believe there is extraterrestrial or extra dimensional life because i don't think that in all the probabilities of probabilities throughout all space time throughout the entire universe slash multiverses there has to be maybe there's another universe where every other planet has life but earth you know you you never know you never know so scary theory is that we are alone in the universe and there is only one universe and there's no chance of traveling to another universe or another planet or another galaxy or another cluster of planets with a planet that can perfectly sustain life the way that earth does So the thing that sucks about that is, then that would mean that Earth is the only planet in all of all that can actually sustain life, period. Which is terrifying because we have fucked this planet beyond belief. So that's scary theory, that this is what we have and it is finite and if we fuck it up, we're fucked. Alright, so that was scary theory. Theory number two is there is some evidence on other planets that looks like maybe humans lived there billions of years ago and perhaps we traveled to earth because not to discredit the evolutionary theory but if we are well we are a lot like gorillas monkeys apes 
we do resemble them in a lot of ways but if we evolved from them why are they not as evolved as us like you would think that that would be kind of a thing that like moves up along the chain across the entire board eventually they would be using tools and building homes and discovering things and beginning to get curious about earth and environment and religions and things like that like you would think that that evolutionary chain would carry as far up as it did with whatever we are for them which is kind of strange to think about because i do think that evolution is likely however we would have had to come from some extreme genetic mutation somewhere down the way for us to be that much more intelligent than apes let's say or gorillas or maybe our species was a smaller primate previously and they had the brains while the gorillas and everybody get the brawn because gorillas I don't know if you've seen them but they are very very large so that's that theory theory number three is the extraterrestrials are so much more advanced than us and have moved past ways of war and conquering and all this and have figured out like the perfect ideal society and they're waiting for us to catch up before they can introduce us to the things that they have to do what they've done and observe us and interstellar travel and some form of like a galactic alliance at that point would be formed I would assume Like, we would have to gain access to space travel, fast space travel. We would have to be able to find ways to communicate with the different planets, find ways to go back and forth to Earth regularly, seeing as this is home, and then finding a way to make everything, like, kind of come together to have that, like, acceptance into some form of intergalactic society and once we get there in space travel like and they help us with things and develop things and work with us on some projects or something like that maybe we turn earth back into like the pure good planet that it can be like that it was thousands of years ago but you know we we find a way to eliminate trash and eliminate recycling and these things just you know, some sort of generator that just generates raw material out of, like, thin air, essentially. To the point that we're not destroying the planet for resources anymore. You can just basically 3D print anything you need. That's another theory, is the intergalactic theory. Then we get into the interdimensional theory of life, where each dimension has a primary life planet. Right, And when we're talking interdimensional, that's not multiversal. Because, yeah, I guess it would be considered a different universe, but it's a different dimension. They're all like layered on top of each other, where Earth is exactly where it is. It has exactly the same stimuli. It has exactly the same kind of like day-night cycle. Everything is basically the same. Just it might be different species up and down the hierarchy. Like a different species becomes the apex predator. And develops all these different things over a long period of time, like snakes, lizards. One planet has got to be like gorillas. It's got to be gorillas on at least one of those planets in the interdimensional theory. 
you know, fucking, there's a planet that's, like, completely, like, covered with, like, giant arachnids, which is fucking terrifying. Like, let's say you go back in time to the time period where arachnids were fucking huge. Where, like, spiders, based spiders and, like, large insects were the primary predators of the planet. Like, dragonflies. Oh, yeah, I guess dragonflies used to be fucking huge. But... Imagine being in that time period and seeing, like, the tarantula that came from back then. Jesus Christ. They'd be, like, the size of a small car. It's terrifying to think about. So, that's a thing. And then there's one planet where, like, I don't know, it's completely, like, dominated by ocean life for some reason. Global warming or climate change found like a constant stability and most of the planet was still covered in water and marine life is the primary life on the planet and the life that is on land is just that basic life like it's nothing overdeveloped or crazy yeah there's predators and prey but could be some herbivoral species could be like you know some fish develop into lizards and started walking on land kind of evolution and eventually you know over time if climate change shifted but it wouldn't on this earth because climate the climate finds a perfect balance and climate change never happens. Let's say it has like two perfectly aligned stars on each side of it. So it's always like always daytime. The waters are warm. The glacier caps are obviously melted. There's no, hardly any ice or frozen water or liquid water on this planet that's like anywhere but the ocean. And there's just a few small patches of land because, yeah, due to volcanic activity, if it is the same on this planet. But what if there is no land, like, period? Like, it's just, like, a ball of, you know, sand and metals and denser materials as you go down and make a core of Earth. And the Earth is just completely covered in water. There's no volcanic activity. And then there would be only marine life. That could be another planet. Like, it's nuts to kind of think about because you realize that there's so many different, like, variables that could lead down so many different paths. Then the other working theory is the hostility theory that aliens don't like us and we're being, like, kept here for some reason. Or that Earth is, like, a giant science experiment because think about how different some species are on Earth. Maybe we developed in different planets. And Earth could be basically, like, a zoo for aliens. I don't know. That'd be kind of interesting to think about. Any aliens out there, comment below if you're watching this on YouTube. Confirm or deny, is Earth a science science experiment? Are we just a Petri dish? A spherical glass orb in some, like, gigantic child's room? I don't know. But that's another scary one to imagine, that we're just a giant entertainment show. Because, I mean, we entertain ourselves enough. Imagine somebody, like, out there in the universe watching our television now. Because if we're still beaming out radio TV signals or radio signals, they'd still be listening to, like, radio programs from the 19, like, early 18-1900s radio, like, 1920s radio. That's what they'd probably be listening to by the time the signal reaches their planet. And then they're going to go through everything. They're going to go through... The big, the bopper era, then they're going to go into, like, the hippies, then they're going to get into, like, the rock era, the grunge era, 
and they'll be following kind of like a history of our people but from like so long ago and such a long time like what if our radio signals influence another planet to do the things they did like if they have people similar to us and they go through the same periods and the same music and they hear bands and they build guitars something that sounds like a guitar it could look nothing like a guitar they be influenced by like our politics and shit too because every radio station played signals about like Martin Luther King John F. Kennedy JFK like it's crazy to think that like they would hear our history as it happened be like oh no oh no not the president and then somebody would be like dude what the fuck is a president you know Sorry, I was getting too serious there for a minute. I had to like, lighten up a little bit. So, then there's like the they're already here theory. Aliens know exactly what's going on on Earth because they are already here. They already are living on the planet. They already have houses, homes, some kind of disguises or something to make them blend in to look just like you and me. Like, you know, they're already here. It doesn't matter. They haven't done anything terrible to us. Maybe they've even helped us develop some technology over the last few years because I don't know about y'all, but technology has come very far in the last like 30 years because I'm recording and editing a podcast to post on the internet, to auto post to YouTube, to post to Twitter and recording an audio and an audiogram and a video and everything on a phone that sits in the palm of my hand. And to do this in the 90s, you would have had to have recording equipment, some magic to have that level of internet connection. And you would have had to have microphones hooked up everywhere and headphones and speakers and a sound booth. And like your voice would have sounded more like this, more flat, you know, that type of like. It would be almost like a radio style, old school radio style broadcast. If you could get it broadcasted at all. And now I'm essentially holding something that weighs about as much as like a glass, like a half full glass of water and recording and doing everything on it. It's kind of nuts. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. There's got to be some swarm of alien communications that are like, dude, this is called the Wi-Fi. And everybody was like, Wi-Fi. All right, cool wireless internet interface <laughs> kind of nuts but man I am fucking stoned alright and then the times that I've thought about aliens when I've been on like psychedelics it's gotten kind of scary because like one time I watched this scary documentary movie about aliens and I didn't think anything of it while I was watching the documentary, but, like, my nightmares for the next, like, five days, because it wasn't even, like, a horror one. It was just talking about aliens and, like, how they've interacted. It was, like, ancient aliens or some shit. But for some fucking reason, aliens terrified me for the longest time. Like, I was afraid that, like, I was going to be sitting in my room and I was going to get abducted by aliens or, like, I was going to open my eyes at night one night and see an alien standing in, like, the corner of my room or, like, on my computer or, like, in my closet or some shit. And 
it's terrifying to think that aliens could just pop into your room at any fucking moment, at any time of night, grab you, poof you back into a ship, and take you out into the universe and do t- weird and or terrible experiences to you. Like, it's nuts. It's absolutely fucking nuts. And for some reason, that gave me terrible, 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 terrifying nightmares for like two weeks after I watched this documentary. It was that bad. But anyways, guys, there's my theories. And uh, don't take shrooms and watch alien documentaries. It's a bad time. <coughs> I'm very high now. I'm going to go to bed. You guys have a great night. And I will talk to everybody on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Good night.